Welcome to our season finale oh, yeah. of Live Lunch, and we have brought the big guns out. We've got the wonderful Jess Debenham oh, with us. Uh, a little bit more about who Jess is. Um, actually, Jess is a very talented musician. You can find oh, her on yeah. Spotify, Jess Debenham, and she is using the Live Lunch platform. <laughs> To promote her this single. is a promotional stop. This is on the amazing. Tour. I feel like an influencer. Single coming out we later have, this month. As we have achieved influencer status. <laughs> People are coming onto our, our show to promote their, themselves. Oh wow! We're, we're big time now. Wow! Wow! This is this is well exciting. But um, just tell us about no, tell us about your single. Um, yeah, uh, it's called Infrastructure, and it was. Um, written in a time where God was working on um, rebuilding my infrastructure. So um, I was caught up in um, legalism and I never fully knew the forgiveness of God for me in my heart. And this was a long journey of like many years. And I wrote this song actually just before God then broke through. And then, yeah, I got freedom from it and felt forgiven and knew that he loved me it was amazing um wow yeah wow that's amazing and so you plug live lunch in the song (laughs) 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 jess moved to brighton uh, to be an intern with um with us here in brighton yes how many years ago was that four years ago five years ago oh no like six or so six years ago jess moved to brighton one of our intern success stories as most of them are. Um, it's also the, lo- the last week with our interns here in Emmanuel. So if you are an intern, shout out to Lucy Fellingham, who's been our comms Woo! intern. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks so much for all you've done. And applications to the internship are open. We've got a few more spaces. So yeah, if you yeah, would yeah. like to apply, it's not too late. We are manual.com forward slash internship. Um, what are we talking about today? We got food from Itsu. We got food from Itsu. Are you going to make a joke about that? No, we're going to... <laughs> No. Sorry, I couldn't resist. No. Even though you, you should me. have done. You should have I done. I know. I'm sorry. But um, it was great. Love sushi. It, yeah, on a hot day. On a hot day. Which really good. <laughs> really good. We, we were like, going back and forth about what sort of cultural conversations are happening at the moment. And the only we like we to look through the news and see what's going on and maybe yeah. things that we can dip our toe in to talk about that sort of thing. But it's just like wall to wall. It's really it's hot. hot. That is it's the news. really <laughs> hot. That's all we've been saying we've been talking about. Do you know, when I, when I, I moved to this country about 14 years ago in my early 20s from India. and <laughs> Which comes up every episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, and now you're British citizen. Yeah, British citizen and you had to do the test. Yeah. And we're really grateful to have you here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> And people are like, oh yeah, when you move to England, people talk about the weather a lot. And I just didn't get it. I was like, why do they talk about the weather a lot? Now I totally get it. Now you just talk about and it. And now the I time. talk about the weather a lot as well. <laughs> but as an Indian, well, as a former Indian, as um, a <laughs> former Indian, you've just completely rejected that. You're not even associated with, with India anymore. <laughs> so. Ethnically, I'm still an Indian, but by law, I'm not. I'm British. Yeah, well, I need a visa to go back to India. Well, I, I there you can't go. You've handed in your passport. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we had a big discussion before as to what you can, maybe can hear the fan in the background yeah. because we had a big discussion about whether we could have the fan on. And, and Johan was like really pushing that we needed to have the fan on. Yeah. But I was like, come on, mate. This, it's, it is warm, but we can deal with so that. So we don't have the fan for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, we fan on. We all started melting. <laughs> yeah. But... It's hot. It, it is, is very hot. How many fans you got in your house currently? 
<laughs> we had we've had this conversation. We both of us have a similar story where we both have one fan in our house, yeah. and both our spouses are like, "Well, we should get more fans for the kids' bedrooms." And, and being the the miserly husbands and dads that we have, yeah. we're like, no, 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 we get some more with one fan. The kids sleep fine. The kids sleep fine, and this heat wave is going to last another day. Yeah, and exactly. Be back to I mean, fifty quid on a fan. Exactly. Don't and then that. it's going li- to live in the loft for like yeah, most of the year. Stored and all of this. So Matt just doesn't share his fan with his kids. I, on the other hand, put my fan in the kids' bedroom till they fall asleep and then I bring it over to my bedroom. Yes. So I'm the better dad, clearly. Oh. <laughs> it's it's marginal, but yeah, okay. Do you still have a fan in your house? Yeah. We we have a fan, but um it's it's looking nice on a shelf. You don't even use it. You don't use it. <laughs> I literally thought to myself last night, why are we not using the fan? Yeah. It's literally just an ornament. Wow. I suppose wow. Like, 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 so many nice. questions about that. Because it's nice and like <laughs> copper, so <laughs> it's higher. This ornament fan, is it that, a decorative fan? You don't even know if it works. Or do oh, you... it, do, it works. It works. Oh, right. I've never come across a decorative fan before. This is really fascinating. <laughs> Could you like take a picture of this decorative, this ornamental it's... fan? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's great. Anyway, look at what the latest one was. Six minutes in, and we haven't started talking anything significant. Well, other than you, do you want to ask about global warming as well? Because that's what everyone's saying. This is a effect of global warming, which it probably is. But we, yeah, let's not get down that rabbit hole. We, we probably do need to have like a a longer conversation on global warming. Yeah. Oh, I think I, I have genuine questions as a Christian. How do we how do we approach it? How do we tackle it? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. On, on one hand, yeah, there's different. There's lots of different arguments, and there's lots of different conversations. Uh, how involved should we be? Uh, how how careful should we be with the stuff that we consume and uh, our carbon footprint and just all of those things? Electric cars, yeah. cycle to work, all that. I remember when we did the. Um, remember when we did that series on anxiety on your mind, mm-hmm. and one of the feedbacks, like some people were saying, well, the anxiety you're not you should have included in that series that you didn't was climate anxiety yeah. and yeah, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a good point. And on a day like today, we feel it a lot more, don't we? <laughs> Yeah, I think we could easily have like a really long conversation about it because I guess you have you have like most things you have a spectrum right of of how involved you can be with the process. I remember being challenged by a friend. He's saying, "Well, if you got, if you hold on to Christian beliefs and there's an, an ethical undercurrent with all that you do, then you should be banking with certain. You shouldn't be banking with certain banks. You shouldn't be shopping at certain places. You should be eating only eating certain types of food." Um, yeah, and, and there's a whole bunch of things where the, the consistently uh, consistency across your lifestyle is something that mm. you do need to examine, uh, and in you know uh, the the negative impact on our on our on the on the earth and on our climate is something that should be considered. So yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. let's just say we should have the conversation. Should we? No, it's a really good point. I mean, I remember when I was uh, writing my second book, and I just gets to talk about a single. So. <laughs> No, but I can't remember. What, I can't, it's a long time ago. Is now. this, is this the, the equivalent of me saying I'm British? You said you write a book. <laughs> I don't. We don't talk about that every week. Maybe we should. Maybe we will. Yeah, but this, uh, this book I wrote. <laughs> I can't even remember the point I was going to make now. Something. No, it was about. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, about environmental impact and because the book's all about like how we live out practically, practically our Christian faith, that sort of thing. So I did. I think I did a chapter on. Um, decisions around what we eat oh, wow. and that sort of thing and it really got but it really did get me to think about like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like should I be vegan like I came quite close did you yeah and well I'm not why because I'm eating fish right now <laughs> I mean, if, if you've done the research then how do you appease your conscience 
have a beat you my conscience by saying I don't look at you and do it <laughs> well we see all of this stuff live I think we should like go to the preacher tree let's put a pin in that conversation yeah, yeah, we'll come back to it next series we have been having conversations about how mm-hmm. do we get more resources how do we have more conversations about stuff so yeah watch the space and also send your questions in because yes, we want to be speaking about the issues that people are keen to hear about as well so Brilliant. contact us and say yeah why are you not talking about environmentalism do you know somebody commented on our video last week saying we miss Joel Virgo Joel Virgo come back which you ask people to do so people are actually oh, willing well to done. engage with that content thank you to the person who did that if another person asks for him maybe we'll get him back <laughs> <laughs> we could double up <laughs> we could start a petition we could, anyway you know how like dodgy stats here yeah we had like double the amount of requests that came in <laughs> what, so it was like one and two we have been inundated with comments this week <laughs> both of them asking for yeah um should we do pre-summary? Let's do the, let's get into the brief. Uh, so pre-summary, yeah, let's do the pre-summary and then we can look at some of the questions we have to give people a heads up of what's yeah, yeah, coming yeah. their way. Well, what, first of all, what's the term that's like, if next week is the penultimate, pen- penultimate but what's the one before that? Oh. I don't think there's a word for that, but if there was, that would be this week. We're, we've got two more um, messages in the, in the, the Promise of Jewels series and, and this one was about, it's sort of, um, Jacob expecting Esau uh, uh, sort of uh, coming together with, with Esau again his brother and so Jacob is uh, afraid Jacob is afraid of, of, of Esau because we saw earlier on in the series uh, earlier on in Genesis um, Esau wants to kill him like that's he makes that very clear and so Esau sorry Jacob is returning to his homeland and that's going to uh, Esau is coming to coming to see him, and so he's really afraid. Uh, and so we've got that going on. And then Joel was also talking about uh, the second part. We're in chapter thirty-two of Genesis here, um, about um, him wrestling um, with God. So we're going to focus on more on that this coming Sunday, but sort of a- acknowledging that as well. And so it was, it was a message about. Um, Partly about anxiety, you know, Jacob. Jacob's afraid, but but also how God uses the circumstances in our life to accomplish His purposes in us. And sometimes they are very difficult um, circumstances and circumstances that we wouldn't choose, but God actually uses uses that. And so it's all, I guess, about recognizing God's hand on that, recognizing how God brings us to maturity, and that's actually His kindness mm. in, in doing that. Sometimes, well, often, <laughs> I know I do anyway, you look at uh, bad things in your life you wouldn't choose, and you think, oh, God, just take this away as quickly as possible. And God's like, well, no, I'm bringing you through this mm. for a purpose and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it'd be good to talk a lot about um, those things, like anxiety. We live in a mm. very anxious yeah, society yeah. culture mm-hmm. yeah so I think that's the kind of things we're going to look at over the next few minutes is is anxiety uh, fear for the future working within or just really helping cope with situations that we're in and seeing our life transformed we're not going to redo the preach again but I think just go a bit more practical into some of those things how do we is, it feels like a very um, earthy conversation uh, stuff that is going on now and how can I you know make more sense of reality yeah and make more mm-hmm. sense of what's going on around me now yeah yeah, yeah. Jess you're reading a good book yeah I, I am um, it's called Rejoice and Tremble oh, show everyone on another 
another little plug no um, <laughs> it's similar to the series on gentle and lowly and it's just looking at the fear of God and it starts off by talking about culture and saying that we're in such an anxious culture for a culture that um, actually we have really good healthcare mm. like mm. we're um, more comfortable yeah. in a lot of ways but actually um anxiety is just like skyrocketing yeah. and he's just saying that actually as we've rejected the fear of god um anxiety has become more prevalent yeah, yeah, and the yeah. antidote to that is to come back yeah, to fearing yeah. god mm. um which which links to what joel was talking about on sunday about Absolutely. when we fear god all the other fears they they're, they're smaller and actually they yeah, yeah. fall away is that and that, that i know that would resonate in your own life as well yeah um i'm actually like so uh, the week before last sunday i went up for prayer because i've been feeling anxious mm. um and it's been keeping me up and i'm a really good sleeper so that's like really random yeah, unusual, yeah. um yeah so it, i was like okay hi god thanks for speaking mm. um, and actually it turns out i literally had this revelation this morning i was fearing all these things that were going to happen so uh, I'll just be honest. I was fearing financial provision. It's like, what mm. if God won't provide? I was fearing with the release of the new single. Mm. I'm f what if I'm failing at that? Have I done enough? Yeah. Um, and fearing um, provision of like, will I be able to get enough money to record and release more? Yeah, All these yeah. kind of things. And um, I was worshiping and seek first the kingdom came, came to mind. So I went to find that and realized that that's just surrounded by the part that's like, Jesus says, do not be anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and before that, laying up your treasures in heaven and loving, you can't love God mm -hmm. and money. Mm -hmm. And I realized, yeah, I've been loving these things that I was fearing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, more than God. Yeah. So actually in my case, it's, it was a case of idolatry that was causing me to be mm -hmm. anxious. Mm -hmm. You're setting these things like on a pedestal of mm -hmm. like, that needs to happen and it, you know, my life is gonna be okay if mm -hmm. that happens, yeah. that sort of thing. And so in the end I had to be like, yes, I know God, looking back, God has provided for me so many mm -hmm. ways, but in this instance, I need to be okay if he doesn't provide. Yeah, so yeah, if, yeah. if this single flops, yeah. Whatever yeah. that means, like that's got to be okay. Yeah, if yeah. I never get to record and release another song, that's got to be yeah, okay. Because well, God, you've got to yeah, be yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. So good. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's so um, good. Yeah. It's such a good point about making stuff because uh, the things that you were saying, I'm like, man, I woke up this morning feeling quite anxious about a couple of similar things. The single that I'm putting out. <laughs> 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 not, not, not the single. We're still waiting to hear that, man. It's been in, it's been in production yeah, yeah. for like <laughs> keeps me six years. Like, yeah, yeah. That's worse um, than uh, Axl Rose. Really. Anyway, sorry. Come. <laughs> Oh, that's a rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. reference. Yeah. One anyone, of my favorite bands, though. If anyone remembers Guns N' Roses, yeah. didn't they tour recently? Anyway, yeah, I think they did. I um, think Axl Rose is back out. Axl Rose and Slash, yeah, because they got back. They, they oh, got back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like they got back together about five or six years. Man, it's such a weird conversation. <laughs> Stop. Um, anyway. Um, oh, such good <laughs> memories of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Just listening to that music in my teenagers. Anyway. Um, Oh, what was man, the point? It was, I think the stuff that you talked about, there's just two things. I think with saying putting stuff um, on a pedestal was really helpful because you, it's, it's true, isn't it? You, you do tend to make those things idols, which is why it can then become a fear and you get angry if you don't, you, if you don't get them. Um, but, but I guess, Matt and Jess, if, if, you, if you have some thoughts as well, is... The, is 
um, Jacob had experienced God speaking and God delivering and some yeah. really incredible things happening in his life. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, you've probably experienced provision and, and God has provided. You you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what your situation is, but um, you're in go- you know, you look healthy and you look fine and happy and everything. And it's clearly God has provided for you. Mm-hmm. And it, the same is true for me that God has provided for you. I've never, mm-hmm. uh, I remember once not having enough money to pay rent, but literally the money came in later on that evening but wow. other than that for how many years I've, I've been in this country I've always had enough to pay rent and yeah. to look after my family and put food on the table but you still and, and sometimes the provision has been quite miraculous and quite like I wasn't expecting this money yeah, to come yeah, through yeah. and it's come through um, but you somehow still stay fearful like mm-hmm. there's still I, when you look at this story Jacob was still fearful about his whether Esau would kill him clearly all the promises that were over his life weren't going to get killed when Jacob met Esau there was yeah, a, there yeah, was yeah. a longevity longevity to them so then some ways the fear and the anxiety that we can feel is quite unfounded clearly when you know we say God's our father why would you be fearful it's like my kids <laughs> being fearful about their next pocket money which is like a pound a week or something that's mm. they get like really anxious about getting a pound and a week just like, for inflation <laughs> recently well, I had that conversation with them um, yeah this is a long question we'll yeah, get to yeah. it why do we go back yeah. to feeling anxious yeah well I, yeah it's a great question I think um um, I think there is I think we all experience a restlessness uh, of our of our hearts our hearts can't stop desiring things um, and you know, that was you know the famous quotation from uh, St. Augustine about uh, our restless hearts you know they're restless until we find ourselves satisfied in, in God and I think that sense of um, desire constantly being there like we are anxious about stuff because well as you were saying just a minute ago we, we want stuff or we, or, or we want stuff to go well or we want that comfort or the security that's what, and so we're, we're anxious that we're not going to get those things mm-hmm. or we're not going to be satisfied and that sort of thing and so I think that's the, that's the walk of that's the walk of faith isn't it what you're saying like to actually bring those um, make God the destination of those desires actually you know what you exactly what you were saying a minute ago just about you know trust trusting in God God is going to be enough it's got to be enough and I think that that phrase is really important like if um, and we we, that's that's the walk of faith to keep coming back to that God being enough because we are not just neutral Mm -hmm. (laughs) we we constantly uh, that's the sinful inclination that's still within us it's like are you going to be okay? Are you, you know, um, it's, it's a restlessness in in the heart. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, I also think important to know who God is and His character. I think sometimes um, it can be hard to trust Him because actually we're believing something false about who He is, mm. and um, so, like taking it personally the last couple of years like with the grace thing like fearing um that he would distance from me and all those fears that came with that was because actually i was believing something false about his his character mm. and so um absolutely yeah, that's, that's like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. with like to tr- keep trusting sometimes there can be something that needs to be like uprooted be like yeah. and replaced with actually no this is who god is he's yeah. a good father mm. and um he has good yeah. For me. And that's and that's the journey of Jacob, you know, linking back into this the, the the series that we've been doing. Like that's the journey of Jacob. He's he's 
the more he sees God, the more he understands, starts to grasp mm-hmm. who God is, the more he trusts him, the more he sees him, the more he trusts him. Because at the beginning, he's just got a very vague sense of God and the promise over mm-hmm. their family life. But you can tell he's self-reliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, through what we've seen through the series, is that God's revealed and spoke, revealed himself and spoken at different points. And each time, it sort of inches Jacob a little bit forward on mm-hmm. that actually being able to trust and even where we've got now in 32 and even where we'll be at the end of the series in in, uh, 33 the next chapter when actually he does meet Esau he's still not there he's there's still aspects of fear and unbelief and um he's trying to do all these things to appease esau and not really trust god even though like god is clearly on his case and god is clearly saying everything's gonna be you know okay my promise is over you he's still um unsure about that and i Mm. guess that is in that sense we all really resonate with Jacob because we all go through that same thing of like I know God is good I sing about it every week in church and then on Monday morning it's like oh God are you going to be good I'm not sure I can trust you this week yeah yeah we've spoken to people who um, who maybe have their um, their desires in things that could become idolatrous I guess you would associate those as things that could get corrupted but what happens what would you say to people who are anxious about um, very like real things like uh, the health of a loved one their yeah. own health um, putting food on the table putting, you know looking after their kids those kind of things what would you say to them well I, I think there's we've, we've got to be careful that it's like you know just the opposite the opposite of um, not being not being anxious do opposite is is not just like being blase about stuff like you can be concerned mm. for things but and be concerned in a in a faithful way and so it's like it is faith and anxiety on the on the spectrum as it as it were um so you know part having a sense of like oh you know it is weighing on my mind the fact of providing like i was talking a few weeks ago like that's a good if that's a sense of responsibility that's good and mm-hmm. um, so it's we mustn't sort of you know think that a Christian is just like oh I just trust God and I just just drift through life and don't really nothing really affects me that's that's unrealistic that's not good um, so I, but I think it's it's when we have those concerns what what we do with it and it's ultimately you know what what Jess was saying earlier recognizing that we are not in control of those things like part of the reason um, what we were saying before about our culture being so. Um, anxious prone to anxiety mm. is that we have told ourselves that we have a load of control over our lives um, that we have we are empowered to live however we want to live and that sort of thing and so when you think you have control um, it's all on you and you think you control so when things are not quite as you want them it, that's on you and it's a pressure on you because you're told that you can control your destiny and that sort of thing but the reality is that is a complete lie. We don't. We have an illusion of control, and there's moments in our lives that we realize how powerless we are. Mm. We think we are in charge of our own destiny, mm. but we're not. No. And actually, other people in, in maybe different cultures or different uh, different contexts, they wouldn't. They're not. Even though they're probably facing more difficulty than the average Westerner is, um, but they're not anxious about it because 
it's partly to do with the fact that they didn't think they were controlling circumstances anyway mm. and they've learned to navigate through uh, it's actually that, that that lie of control that actually makes us anxious now the gospel cuts right across that and say and what we've been trying to do in this series is saying oh God's in God's in control. God God's faithfulness is what you depend your life on. And part of that, you cannot be in control of your life and completely trusting that. Like those yeah. two things. That's why Jesus says, You've got to give up on your life. If you lose your life for my sake, you'll find it. That's and it's what you said before as well about um seek first the kingdom. Yeah. So it's like give up on your own kingdom. Seek versus my kingdom, and then I'll add everything else to you. You can't hold both tightly. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really good, man. That, that is really yeah. good. I think the other thing that uh, that you realize when you come across moments like this where you see the Jacob in you, and you're like, oh, man, why do I... I thought I was I was over this, and I've been hit, I've been confronted. I feel like I've been through one storm. I've come out of it. God's provided. He's looked yeah, after me. Yeah. Yay. I'm on the other side and then bang you hit the next one another storm uh, and oh, Esau rears his ugly head again you're like oh no and why am I I should have come out of this much stronger and Jesse you had you said you were sharing a story about something you experienced a few yeah. weeks ago a few maybe a few months ago yeah yeah and um, the building opposite the Clarendon Centre mm. is literally like with Covid has been like the yeah, it's happened building and um, after the breakthrough breakthrough time and, and like knowing God's forgiveness I was like great I'm free now like woohoo um, but actually like realising that um, it was to do with me worshipping myself and people pleasing and putting that onto the character of God that I wasn't feeling forgiveness before so giving you context for like I was still facing the temptation to people please mm -hmm. very regularly and um, I was aware of it but like it was a constant like choosing and it, I was like, oh, do you know what? I just still feel like I'm not where I thought I was going to be. I thought I'd be this like wonderful building now, you know. Um, mm. And I saw the building up there and yes, it had the frames, but there was stuff still hanging out. Mm. There were people still clanging. There was still mm. a lot of work to be done. And it really encouraged me. I was like, no, nah. um, God is, is working on me, is, is um, making me more and more like Jesus, one degree of glory to the next. And that's going to keep on happening until until heaven mm. and like that's that's good he he loves me um and that refining work mm. is, yeah that's brilliant. brilliant you know what that reminds me of he this has begun to work in you was actually yeah oh <laughs> god you you feel it better than i will no that's it from philippians chapter one I'm, yeah mm. he who has been going to good work in your confident bring to completion yeah. Which is what we will be diving into next term. So on that, did you say we misappropriately apply this to our own lives when the context is the church? It sounds like you've been uh, been part of Thrive Every Day. That sounds, because that's that's where I was that what talking about. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have been in Thrive Every Day. Yeah, that's a good series, that is. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, that verse is from uh, Philippians, and yeah. it's, a, it's about speaking, obviously speaking to the church there, saying actually God's started a good work in you; He's mm. going to bring it to completion. But it's a plural mm. you; it's not just we interpret individualistically. It does apply individualistically, mm. I believe. But um, but we are going to be doing Philippians. This is this is me changing into. We got a couple of minutes left, left, so I thought I'd talk about what's happening next term. Well, before before we go to Philippians, we've got a series coming. Uh, this is our last live lunch, and then we're breaking for the. Uh, summer and then we don't know whether we get renewed for our what will it be like our 10th season 
or, or yeah, we have to speak to the uh, the people upstairs. <laughs> 13th if, if, they, if they're going to commission wow. another series, we'll uh, have to see. Series. What, uh, series. Series. Season and series. Oh uh, yeah, well, the yeah. season is American, isn't it? Come on, Perfect. mate, you got your British citizenship. A thirteenth series. You got to do it. of live lunch. Uh, it has in, in, infiltrated because you do get British yeah. uh, things, podcasts, and things called seasons. But it's seasons very biblical. Well, <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Anyway, yes, we are, over the summer we're having some guest speakers. We're guest speakers, and oh, we're yeah. doing a preaching series with the uh, with the glamorous title of "If I Could Tell You One Thing." Yeah, so they come mm-hmm. and bring in their lofty wisdom. We pitched it really high. <laughs> the preachers better deliver. Yeah, the best. This is going to be the best, the best preach you'd ever hear from some really these cool, people. We've got some really good uh, speakers lined up. We've got Glenn Scribner, Terry Virgo, yeah. Kenny McCush. Yeah. Stephen Dawson slash the site leaders and Malcolm Gaiman and Malcolm Gaiman Woo. yeah so people, good literally, people, literally people flying in to do this series wow that Fantastic. is exciting isn't it yeah um, but then when we get back in September we kickstart a new preaching series in the autumn term and autumn feels so wrong to say that uh, but what are, is our preaching series in the autumn term well yeah we're looking at the book of Philippians and uh, so this in in that it's it's a it's a letter that Paul wrote from prison and uh, but you know if you just if that's all you knew about it you would think it'd be a letter about oh how hard it is to be in prison <laughs> like, but it's not it's like so full of encouragement and it's such a uh, joyful and positive and encouraging letter and so we and it's all, as you can imagine being in the Bible it's all about Christ. It's all about how he is the person of uh, joy and actually knowing him is our source of uh, encouragement. And so we thought that would be a great book to go into uh, as we, you know, come out of this uh, tough season that we're in and just lift people's heads. And that's a great one for the autumn series. Brilliant. Series, season, autumn season, autumn term. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah. going to be fun. Thank I'm you so much it. for joining us on Live Notes. Thanks for joining Woo-hoo. us, Jess. We hope this sig- yeah, signal does really well. Yeah, all five of you, please uh, check out Jess's song on Spotify. Matt, as always, it's been great. I and think we should need to talk more about Guns N' Roses now. <laughs> we've, we've stumbled on a mutual interest there. On Tuesday afternoon, across Well, I'm on holiday next week. Are you on holiday? You're away. I'm a new day, and then I'm around. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you in September. See you later. Woo!